0: Hey everybody, Selina here from Six Degrees. So excited to collaborate with The Signal on this Selena Thomas HR Guru podcast. The Signal has provided a platform for small businesses and their voice to be heard. On this first episode for Thanksgiving, I had the pleasure and opportunity to speak to two staples in our community, the owners of Thelma's Cafe and the owners of La Cocina Restaurant. It was such an honor to speak to both families and to hear their stories directly, their perspectives of what it's been like to work through COVID-19 as restaurant owners. In this episode, ironically titled Thankful, both families share the ups and downs of this journey and of course their commitment and dedication to this community. I was honored to hear them share that they worked diligently to keep their employees And their customers happy. Their sacrifices to be commended, and I'm honored to be able to share in my first episode their stories. Hope you enjoy. Talk soon. Hey everyone, Cletty here. I'm so excited to be with Amador Lopez, the owner and patriarch of the Lopez family, and. Founder of La Casina Restaurant and a staple of Santa Clarita for 28 years. How are you doing, Amador? I know we're outside and we're socially distant. How are you doing? I'm good, Selena. Thank yes. So obviously, we've made the changes. We're, we're here under a tent, and we still got people here. So how are you feeling about the changes? I know you're excited to still be open, but how are you feeling? Well, uh, things are being a little tough, but we're trying to do as best we can
1: to keep our customers happy, then to come back and see us again. now with another son uh, on the doors. Can you tell us who you are? And, of
0: course, you're now an owner of a, of a third franchise of the company.
2: That is correct. I'm responsible for the Golden Valley. I'm, my name is Carlos Lopez. I'm the youngest Kid, the middle of the two, the youngest of the two boys, middle of the three, I'm sorry.
0: Nice. And so you had your restaurant prior to COVID for how long?
2: We opened September 5th, 2016, right before the elections. So we, we started right in the beginning of all this madness.
0: And how was business before COVID?
2: Business was picking up. We, we try to work as family, everyone works together. Everyone's a team around here. No one's bigger, no one's better. No one's smaller, no one's lesser try to provide more opportunities. By working together, we give a good ambiance. People come back, they love it. We become friends with them. Sometimes some of our own patrons could offer our guys what we can't offer them just at this precise moment. We push them, go seek better. As friends, as a community, now that we have to let people go, not our fault, it breaks hearts. Some people don't understand how business is, just because we sometimes work more with the heart than business-wise. But it's just been heartbreaking, as I said. It's been very tough, and to be in the in the in the clouds, not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow, who's going to go, who's the uncertainty, sure. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. hard.
0: It's hard. And I think what we talked about a little bit before you arrived, with your dad and your brother, was despite that, um, you, you're you're thankful and you're grateful because, as a staple in this community, you guys have had several families that have just been committed to making sure. That they continue to come to Lacosina and support not just um, what you guys have built here, but other small businesses. How does that make you
2: feel? Very appreciative, very, very just beyond words. The community has helped us grow, helped us all just do better for ourselves, learn new things of life. We've all, this community has been the best thing ever. It's been easy to do business here because the people have been so great, so helpful, so understanding. They fight with us when we have to fight, they cry with us when we have to down. that's beautiful. It's beautiful when Especially they're here.
0: Especially on this somber day today, if you're aware, we're filming on a day that happens to be the anniversary of the Saugus High School shooting. And I know that your uh, company, your restaurant, uh, is on the front lines with Saugus Strong and supporting families that just had to come and meet and be together. And that's part of what you spoke to about this family is strong, this this community is a strong family community and so I think that comes back when we go through tough times we're always gonna stick together so um, I'm excited to be able to see as things progress that we come back together and come back stronger. Um, What are some of the things that you'd like to see from lawmakers and support or let them know is happening at your level?
2: As a small restaurant I'm, I'm sorry I, I stayed a little choked up on sure, on yes. your saga strong comment the uh, community people that we've lost we're, we're all here together for such a tragedy oh. yeah. with that being done said what, what what was your question again I'm it sorry was,
0: what what would you like lawmakers to know uh, in terms of coming into this next? Uh, session about uh, the funding that you received through the PPP, did it make NSME? Are you are you seeking to get more to support and maybe rehire more people? Um, Because we know that that was only allocated for so many weeks and now we're eight months in.
2: The only thing I could ask or say comment regard that it would be nice to just ask for more handouts but that's not making it in. Regardless, the money that they provide for us, it's not enough to take care of our guys. It's not enough to pay taxes. Taxes still keep going up. We still have to pay those through. Business isn't coming in. It's just help us out. Give us a little a little lenience to pay stuff, to pay up taxes. Give us a little, you know, we'll work later. No one's going nowhere. Let's try to work together right now. If. If the PPTs don't work out for us, let's look at something else. A little lenience on, on what has to be done. Less percentages at the moment. Just meanwhile things clear up.
0: Hey everybody, it's Lena here. I'm back now. I want to just kind of take the time to, to show logistically what, what the Othena has done to make sure they're compliant, even in their artwork. So now I'm back with Edgar Lopez is the son of Amador Lopez, and he is the owner of La Taco and of the La Cocina on Bouquet. So we talked a little bit with your dad about what it took to kind of remain open. You guys are a staple of our community in terms of restaurants. Your dad talked a little bit about just watching generations of families come through and grow up, and and now you're a second generation owner and, and now a franchise, and so, Having gotten through COVID and still in the midst of it, we're all still compliant with uh, the surges that have happened. Tell me a little bit about what it's been like for you, what you had to do creatively to not only maintain uh, the employees but to maintain your business.
3: It's been uh, it's been a a rocky year, right? But um, we just have to adapt. Luckily for us. Um, takeout has always been a big thing now it just got bigger we had to modify our system of working we had to integrate alcohol to go you know our Cadillac margaritas got a little bit bigger uh, for the takeout and uh, price went a little bit down and that kind of helped us out too but um, it's just been a lot of different moves that we had to do creative, a creative move to adapt
0: everyone had to make their sacrifices even exactly your employees so tell me about your employees how many employees do you have between your, your truck and your so
3: location? so bouquet we had uh 50 originally mm-hmm. now we're down to 35 right so sure. a lot of those people are not back working we're only working with 12 tables you know we had 33 to begin with, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's where we're at, you know.
0: So some of the things coming up, obviously, is the weather's going to be changing. We have, you know, we have a tent outside, but now we're still dealing with the elements. So do you expect to continue? I know you have loyal customers throughout this community, and I know that they have, you know, made it their mission to keep... Um, patronizing you as a, as a restaurant and how does that make you feel to know that the community feels so strongly about supporting local businesses, supporting a, cool. a, a restaurant
3: like yours? Grateful and blessed. That, that Those are the two words that could come out. Mm-hmm. Grateful and blessed. Yes. It's, um, it's been hard for everyone yes. and um, for them to still be able to say hey mm-hmm. let's go to La Cocina. Mm-hmm. Let's have a, a warm meal. You know, and and you know, we put up these tents, we put up these heaters, but it's not 100%. Sure. You're not in the comfort of, of a home, of our home, you know, your home. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just we feel grateful and blessed that they're, they're still coming and visit us, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do anything possible to to keep going strong for you guys, mm-hmm. you know. And I think
0: it's ironic that that this episode will be right around Thanksgiving, and so. I, I'm imagining that you're thankful and your family that you employ are thankful. And so uh, today is, is a somber day, anniversary of the saga shooting. I mean, we have kids that of 10 SAGAs and you were um, on the front line of supporting uh, the saga strong uh, families. And so it speaks to the fact that this community and businesses in this community have gotten through tough times. And they stick together. Definitely. You to talk a little bit
3: about that? Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: And so your other son, I know, has another restaurant. So you have a couple of generations. And then you mentioned you have grandkids working for you. So what's that like? That's full circle as well that you have uh, another generation in your family working for you and keeping that going. Correct. Yeah.
1: This is the way I planted it a long, long time ago mm-hmm. and it's becoming a reality. Actually, is always, I mean, it's already a reality yes. that my life went through.
0: Even in the hard times? Yes,
1: even with life. the hard time, And like like my son says, that uh, it's not easy, it's not been easy, but we're doing the best we can to keep our customers happy, mm-hmm. to, to, to have them back mm-hmm. to our businesses. Sure. And we appreciate their businesses. Yes. I want
0: to get a little bit into what it's taken to sustain. I know we talked a lot before about the PPP program and, and we've had to have our employees on unemployment, uh, off again, on again. And so coming into uh, this next session, uh, and, and this platform is really to help employers have a voice. And and part of that mission for me is to make sure that um, I lend to that voice. and. As, my area of expertise. And I know we're looking at more funding into the PPP program. And I know that there were some disaster loans through SBA. As an employer, as a business, uh, what are some of the things that you would want lawmakers in Sacramento and at the federal level to know about these programs and how that needs to make ends meet? What would you like to see?
4: I would
3: like to see and I don't know much about it right just like a lot of people I mean I called my banker at one point and he was he straight told me that you know this restaurant business got hit the hardest and it's the it's the hardest to to integrate the PPP platform into the structure of a a restaurant business we we as a as this type of business we depend on our community and if our community is not doing well then we're not doing well so um, I, I would like I would like for them to maybe pinpoint an arrow in our industry you know our industry there's so many little 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 businesses you know and yeah and um, you know when this hit the fan all of us all these little grains of sand made this big impact on the economy of our nation so I would like you know I, I can't Pinpoint what we need, but sure. I, I, just focus on us. And because just in these little places, there's a lot of mouths that and depend, and families that, that feed from here. Yeah. Not only our customers, God bless them, but yeah. our employees. You know, and, and we have a a large amount that aren't back working. Um, you know, that breaks your heart. Obviously, it, you it does, but there's what can we do? Sure. You know,
1: so and most of them they're only working part time. Yes they're now working full-time so yeah. it's, it's hard it's hard for them sure. but we thank them that uh, you know we still have we still got them and sure. and we so keep I, going
0: I definitely think in terms of advocacy um, from my level and in terms of making uh, these concerns known is that in the industry such as travel and airlines they receive bailout money I think later as we progress we'd like to have some sort of bailout for that industry as well and speaking to that as a, as a, a small business owner and restaurant that falls in that crack that, that depends on that that local economy to, for their own economy so I definitely want to make sure that we highlight that in this episode along with the gratitude that you do have because we can do both right? We of course We still have gratitude we're still thankful um, but in that we still have a voice. So, I want to thank you both for taking the time to give us those details. Uh, as the stakeholders community, we appreciate that you've made that effort to continue to serve and support. And that's to be commended. So, in this Thanksgiving episode, I thank you both.
1: Thank you, Selena. We thank you, Selena, yeah. to give us the opportunity to express ourselves sure. the way we are doing business. Uh,
3: thanks a lot. And thank you everyone in Santa Carito.
0: Hey everyone, I am back here now, set to talk to the owners of Thelma's Morning Cafe, the Diaz family. I am outside and of course, as you can see the logistical changes they made to get through 2020. Looking forward to talking to them about that and of course what they look forward to into 2021 on this Thanksgiving episode. And I'm excited to share their story. Hey everyone, Selena here back with the Diaz family, the owners of Thelma's Cafe. Thank you so much for taking the time Ronnie and Mr. Diaz to talk to me today about what it's been like to keep Thelma's open, what it's been like for you to get through COVID and of course, what you're looking forward to in January and um, the future in terms of your company and how you're gonna uh, continue to bring this great food to our community. Mm -hmm. I have been on all your social media and I know that you have people come from far and wide to come and eat Uh here so it definitely is an opportunity for us to kind of shed some light on what it's been like as restaurant owners as family-owned restaurant owners to to stay open so um definitely introduce yourself tell everybody who (laughs) you are how long you've worked here and then of course you know a little bit about Delma.
5: all right hello
4: I'm Luis Diaz and chef and owner of the Delmas Cafe you know, we initiated this business in, in 2007. And then we just, uh, you know, when I was thinking about it to open this place in and, and, and 2007, I realized that there was no breakfast around here. Mm. And then I say, well, it might be a great idea to do it. You know, even though I have a background experience of the uh, uh, more like a gourmet style food. And I let my son too, you know. Beautiful. to see what's <laughs>
5: yeah so I'm Ronnie Diaz I'm the son of uh, Luis here um, I'm in charge of operations and administrating the restaurant uh, my dad's a chef and uh, the sole owner of it um, yeah the, uh, managing during uh, these tough times for COVID has been a uh, very difficult um, we've had to make some huge adjustments with employees with uh, salaries mm-hmm. with even our personal times mm-hmm. um, we've sacrificed uh, a lot of different things, um, we've also taken on a lot of uh, extra um, expenses such as having to put up tents, um, mm-hmm. having to add new uh, new systems to streamline things like delivery and pickup options.
0: To protect your customers exactly. and yourself. yourselves. Yep. I think that's a great point. I'd love to talk about the tent because we're going to show what that looked like okay. and obviously changing logistically is a challenge in challenging times. So when you realize that the weather was coming, I think I was having breakfast here and we knew the rain was coming and mm-hmm. then that was another layer to continuing to operate. And okay. so tell me what that took for you. And then of course, you know, as you look forward to the changing weather, I know you have a dedicated following. And so what have you heard from people in terms of just committing to coming through that and, and working through the changes
5: with you? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's been of a concern of our customers is uh, they're wondering how we're going to you know, continue to survive under these uh, conditions with the weather changing, like, like you mentioned. Um, well one of the things that uh, you know, we're being asked to do is uh, you know, implement the heaters, so we're going to be adding some of those uh, to our tents. Um, we've got a bigger tent, uh, so we can uh, that allows that allows us to to add a few more tables capacity, to the to correct. the patio, correct? And and expand on our capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're doing that, and then obviously our our delivery um, our, our delivery option. We are using uh, third third party partners mm-hmm. for for things like that. Um, we use we currently use Grubhub and Uber Eats for our delivery services. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our carry-out services, uh, you can order that directly from our website. Um, it's at no cost, so um, we're it's offering those options to All to our customers.
0: That. Maybe people mm. that can't visit because they want to stay exactly. in themselves can still enjoy. Them.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, I'm
0: glad to hear that. a good breakfast mm-hmm. for everybody uh, yeah. you know, yes. yeah. day off mm-hmm. great. It's funny. Yeah.
4: I remember, you know, on on December mm-hmm. because I did. You know, I'm not a media type, I'm an old school. That's what I always tell them, I'm a school. Mm -hmm. But when my son, you know, helped me up with the social media and that, Mm -hmm. I said, see that. It was a help in in a big way. Getting the word out.
0: I mean, and a lot of people because Mm -hmm. of being shut in have had to turn to things that they, just like you, that they wouldn't normally do do because they, I know my dad used to just love to just get the paper, Physically yeah. read the paper and physically go, but ultimately, this has changed the way even little things like that happen in our day. So mm-hmm. now you have a, a home, have a new audience that yes. you have the an opportunity to share uh, your great cuisine with, and mm-hmm. then of course the fact that you're family-owned is so important. I think people in my travels appreciate um, kind of a generational operations is what you <laughs> have here, mm-hmm. and then of course having that you know spread into the community it, it speaks to great value so tell me a little bit about when your son started to work for you and then of course you started to just gain a whole different attitude probably about your dad and what it took for him to to build so yeah when he started working for you how old was he
5: um, it started actually like two and a half years ago. I, okay. I quit the corporate job uh, mm-hmm. to to join the family business. So. Family
0: business. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
5: um, it wasn't until then that I joined him and mm-hmm. I began helping him full time here. So about and two and a and and half you years. you realized,
0: ago. wow, my dad built something. Oh yes, yes. Oh, and it, it, it
5: took it took some time for me to get there. Eventually, mm-hmm. I had to go through the through my schooling. So I was able to get my degree in business management, Fantastic. which uh, opened up my eyes to this opportunity of um, helping him run a family business. And you know, I look at him as a pioneer in my family, uh, which he actually really is. Amazing. So now I'm just looking, yeah, I'm just looking to continue his legacy moving forward.
0: That's wonderful. I love that. And Mm -hmm. you know, we truly have an awakening about our parents a little bit later, but when it happens, we are committed. I, mm-hmm. I was the same with my dad, so oh, yes. what a great story. I'm <laughs> glad that you shared that. And then that you took the time to be educated about what it takes. I mean, sometimes, mm. and I know my dad would say often, like, you can't just get up there and ride. You have to know the whole process. So I'm glad to hear that you yes. took the time to do that. And I'm Thank glad you. that people know that about you because mm-hmm. this is, you know, family businesses become real serious when it becomes yeah. your livelihood. Oh, and yes, so you want to do that right. So I'm glad yes. to do that. Cool. So for you, Obviously, Thomas Tell me yes. about the name. Tell me about that concept, and it obviously gives you kind of a warm feeling. Yeah. You know, even when you come in, even in these circumstances, I feel that right away.
4: Yeah, the, you know, my when I tried, I decided to, you know, put, put the name on on my wife on the on this on the restaurant. For me, it was like something that I gotta do it for her. You know. Oh. I, and then uh, uh, I realized that uh, when I named telma I said, uh, it was like more type of family restaurant, mm-hmm. not a like big corporate, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that's when I, uh, she became a little bit more involved because, you know, her name was there, so mm-hmm. she wanna be part of that building. The build. and, <laughs> uh, yeah. and then, you they know, just move on. Mm-hmm. You know, 2007, like I said, it was a really rough year, 2008, mm-hmm. and then, uh, it been a struggle from that time you know but when he take over so that i can see the the big shift in yeah that's because he, he always told me oh you know that you survive because you're food you know and and and, and that's why the main thing was for me just to focus on the food mm-hmm. when he came when he take over so it's you know it's another different story Add another element elements, elements you know, the, yeah the,
0: the, the, the uh, the Mm -hmm. franchise and ultimately would you guys want to have another location once we're past COVID and you start Mm -hmm. to see past you know what's happened in this 2020 obviously we always start something to to build on it what are your thoughts about adding another thomas to our community yeah right?
5: that would be uh that would be ideal that's uh my one of my personal goals is mm-hmm. to evidently open up another location mm-hmm. um here in santa carita yeah. we've received so much support from our community during these last few months it's been it's been amazing how right. much uh, how, how much support we're receiving especially from our regulars and that's and, beautiful mm-hmm. to hear because
0: yeah. so many people in my travels have said that they're committed to the small businesses in this community especially the restaurant industry that mm-hmm. was hit so hard so yes I'm so glad to hear that yep. that's been kind of sustaining you and just not just financially but just in the fight to right. stay alive exactly so glad to have the chance to <laughs> yeah. share that thank that's you been important to you mm-hmm. as well Absolutely. so moving a little bit into the operations and then of course what it's taken for you to you know add um, i think you talked a little bit about the you know additional elements of service like what. Are some of the things you've done i think you talked about alcohol once upon a time and you're kind of processing that right adding to the vision but obviously the ability to maintain so tell me a little bit about
5: right that. so um so in addition to the delivery services that we that we did and our online our website and online platforms uh social media pages that's all things we've had to to make adjustments to in order to com- continue uh serving our community um one of the more recent moves that that we did was apply for the beer and wine license. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, thankfully the city approved our our application. Now it's uh, going through uh, another another process of getting the actual license itself and that's done through a different company. Um, so We expect
0: to see that and what are you adding are you adding wine
5: and beer? Yes. So it is only wine and beer. It's not a liquor license, so we will uh, our plan is to to have Wine as an option. My father's cuisines um, go marvelously Lining with, with that. Yes. Um, his background in French and Asian cuisines, I think, would complement a lot of the wines very well. So we're going to be adding those. And for breakfast, we're planning to do the mimosas. You know, eventually <laughs> bottomless <laughs> mimosas on some days. So we're hoping to have the license by January, February, the latest. Um, it's in process. It takes a couple months to get through sure. through all these approvals and and submitting a paperwork so once all that's uh completed then we'll have the the license so right now it's in process so we're really looking forward to that
0: with your operational and educational background to know that, that these things have to be done and kind of taking that off your dad's plate mm-hmm. no pun intended that's got to be huge for you to then see a whole other vision and layer to Thelma's. So I'm, I'm rooting for you on getting that done and I will be here for the moment <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that yeah, one
4: thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people know us for breakfast. Right. I think probably because the name is say Morning Cafe. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be say, he's been telling me, you know, we have to change at least the concept of morning because of, uh, I wanted to do a dinner because that's my passion. Sure. And mm-hmm. But for dinner, it's a little bit more complicated for us. Uh, so I need more. the support of the, the community to help us and see if, it, you know. how can we yeah Yeah, vision through that Mm -hmm.
0: I love that so great things ahead still working through the challenges and changes with COVID Mm -hmm. and then of course looking forward to eventually opening another Thelma Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I mean this 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 is a bright future despite the clouds for now we know that it's temporary this is our Thanksgiving episode okay so I certainly wanted to just allow for you to extend your thoughts about that and of course even through these tough times, I think the common thread in this community, which is why I love living here and mm-hmm. love, you know, focusing on the small businesses is that even with those tough times, we can be grateful, we can be thankful. So absolutely. What are your thoughts about Thanksgiving and what are your plans? Are there any <laughs> plans? Is is going to be cooking what
5: yeah. what can we look for yeah so um we will be open on thanksgiving day for for breakfast uh for breakfast uh mainly uh, we're not opening that evening for dinner for your um family. makes sense right <laughs> i mean most most families are going to be at home sure. you know making turkey or maybe not maybe not this time because of the social distancing and and so and, and whatnot but um That's great to yeah know, we're, we're we will we'll be open morning. we will be open uh we'll be offering everything on our menu, nothing's unlimited, even lunch if people want to order lunch for breakfast. Um, so we will be open. Um, and again, we're just very appreciative of, of, of the support that we're getting. We're very thankful uh, of the support we're seeing from the community. We just hope that continues because that's been a big part of the reason why we have been able to survive. Um, you know, and, and there have been times over the last couple of weekends for us that our sales have been almost equal to what we would have made pre-COVID. So that's been a blessing in disguise. And that again goes to show you um, how supportive and how tight knit the community is. And and for people like yourselves that, that come out and uh, you know support our businesses, don't just speak it, but actually do it. Um, we're very appreciative of that. and. We just hope it continues you know even if it's not in person like we hope you f- go through our platforms you yeah. know whether on, online or or through delivery you know we do have all Good those options. Good
0: to know options. that you have that and mm-hmm. I'm glad that you shared it so that people can still take the time and type yeah. in and yes. get it ordered up. So exactly. I want to thank you both for taking the time today I, I know that um, you know, I wanted to honor Thelma even though she couldn't be here today. Yes. And what a beautiful family she has that has, has taken the time to make sure that everything is represented. Uh, about her in the highest way, so i have so oh, yes. appreciative of you guys. Thank you very story. much. But Thank you Selena all the best. Thank you Definitely keep me posted on when the mimosas and the wine. Oh, yes. already, and we'd love to highlight that as well when Please you have maybe a re-grand opening when that part is available. I would love to come back. and okay. Share your story again. All so right. Thank you so Thank much. you. Appreciate
5: you, Selena. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to everyone else <clears throat>